Blog Talk Radio. Fifty-one X spot flanker cross. Red left slot. Fifty-one X spot flanker cross. Someone right. Fifty-eight. Blue. Fifty-eight. All right, here we go. They're gonna jump right here. You know they're gonna jump. Everybody hold your water. Green right slot. Ninety-eight handoff side on three. Ready? Balls. 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 Hey baby, let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. I'm the quarterback. Don't stop, homie. I go to jail if I get sacked. So block for me. Eight ball in my corner pocket. It's on and popping. Got the whole club leaning with it. What up, though? This is Picking Up the Blitz, Kyle Beck, your host, with E-Fane, the co-host, Mad Money Mike behind the glass. Can't wait to get into it. This is going to be a great show today. We got a lot to kick it off with. How's it going, fellas? Hey, what's up, man? What's up? I'm ready to hear uh, what your little opening rant is here, dude. I'm excited about it. You gave me a little preview of it, but uh, I can't wait to see what you got on this one. Mad Money Mike, what's going on, man? Just another day in paradise, bro. Just another day in paradise. I like it. I like it. All right, all right. I do have have a major rant to get into that deals with the NFL, and I know E-Fade's dying to talk about the NBA. A lot of action happening in the NBA playoffs. I am too. Both our teams are coming off uh, wins, so you know there's gonna be a little speculation there, no doubt about it. But I got a, I got a major, I got a major uh, uh, bone to pick here in the NFL. But before we do it, let's start off the locked and loaded NBA picks for tonight. Yep, 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 yep. Over yep. under action as well too. And money kick that music. And money kick that music, man. Let's get this thing going right off the rip. All right, this game's starting up here at 7.05, so when we only have a couple minutes, I'm, la- I'm really actually pretty happy that KB finally decided to do the Locked and Loaded at the proper time. This is like a, a first in the history of the show. We got Indiana well, at it. Cleveland tonight. We got Indiana at Cleveland tonight. Cleveland, minus 7.5, even though they're down the series. They're, you know, they're down after that first loss to Indiana. I got a lot of Lance Stevenson talk to get to, but let me just start with the spread. This one's for you, Mad Money, or you, Beck, whoever wants to take it first. We got Cleveland at home, minus seven, seven and a half. Indiana's coming into town. Who do you got? I'll take Indiana minus 11. I mean, I'll take Cleveland minus 11. Who you got, Mad Money? I'm going to go with Indiana on this one, too. You think Indiana's going to pull this one off? That's incredible. The over-under tonight, gentlemen, 208, 208 and a half, actually, I should say. So that's the correction. And so I guess that seems about right. What do you think, over-under? I would just want to root for the under. I like defense. I don't know. And we're going to talk some more Lance Stevenson later in the show, too. Don't, absolutely. Don't absolutely. Do Mad Money. Yeah. Mad Money, where you at on that over-under at 208.5? Uh-huh. Uh, I see a good uh-huh. game. Okay. Okay. I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and finish that one for you, then, bro. We're gonna go with the over on the 208.5. Moving right along to a game that I could care less about, and that's kind of rare in the playoffs. Utah at OKC. OKC with a 1-0 lead in the series. OKC minus five tonight. KB, who you got? I'm taking OKC, but it's not something that I'm rooting for. OKC. Are we allowed to do that? I guess. I just want to know. I want to know the spreads right now. We're going to get into who we're rooting for and all that good stuff as this show progresses. But right now, I want you to give the fans, give the listeners who's going to what's the, who's going to win and what, are they going to cover what's going on. Come on. Give me the, yeah, give me the, okay, give me the info. Okay, see will cover, but I, I kind of just rooting for it. They're more interesting at this point. More stars. So you, you, think, you think that Utah can pull this one out tonight in OKC's? It, it, I mean, 
What no, do you no, think? No. OKC I think, I think OKC cover. What's it? What's the damn spread again? OKC minus five. Yeah, they'll cover that. Okay, so OKC is going to beat them by at least five tonight. Matt Money, what's your the, thoughts? The... I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Just give me a second here now. Matt Money, who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with OKC. Again, sounding decisive as always with Matt Money. The over/under on this one's <laughs> 207 and a half, 207 and a half on this one. I'm gonna go ahead and fill in Matt Money on the over/under on this one. I'm also going over. OKC can light it up. Utah, I don't know if they can even keep up with them, but I really think OKC is gonna score a lot of points tonight. Beck, where are you at on the over/under? Over, over, over. Boom. That is that. So for the final game tonight, we got Minnesota at Houston. Houston's up one nothing in the series, although Minnesota did give them a hell of a game. That first one, it was a good game. It was entertaining. It was close. It came down to the wire. But then again, James Harden was just too much for them to handle. Tonight's game, Minnesota at Houston. Houston minus 10. Beck, where are you thinking? Where are we leaning to? What, what do we got here? Houston wins. Houston minus 10? I, I, yeah, I can't go with that minus 10. I, that kind of blows my mind. Five, that money, what do you too high for me. That money, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna go with Minnesota. Mad Money always living on the edge, always living on the edge. Over under in tonight's game again. I'm gonna go over with it. it's 212 and a half. So I'm, I know it's a lot of points, but not really for West Coast basketball in my mind. Yeah, not a lot for Andrew Wiggins. Uh, what's his name? The center, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, and who else they got there in that T Wolves team? Uh, Jimmy oh. Butler there. Yeah, the old um, they're they're they're, they're gonna be buddy. they're gonna be putting up some points, um, mm. but just enough to cover, not win. I'm going over. Gonna be an exciting game. Gonna be gonna be all uh, uh, the the two later games are gonna be high scoring. First one I think is gonna be a little defensive. And those are your locked and loaded picks of the week. Hell yeah! Oh, as we're fading out, fading out, fading out on this. I'm gonna. Uh, this is this is crazy, man. Eddie, you're gonna call me crazy, and I can't wait for you to hear the, the rebuttal on this take because this is just a, a, a very abnormal situation. This being Des Bryant was cut by the Dallas Cowboys. He was due to get paid how much, Eddie? About twelve to fourteen million dollars. A little bit of incentive leeway on there. That sound about right. I'll take your word for that one rather than try and type it in and figure it out. But, yeah, okay, I'll go with that. Okay, okay. so he lets – the first thing he does after uh, his meeting with Jerry Jones is he lets everybody know, hey, you know, I would really like to take less money to play against the Dallas Cowboys two times in a season. I want the revenge factor that badly. Instead of taking less money and going to play with the best quarterback, he wants to play – against Jerry Jones, who backed him for so long, and then let little Steven, little Steven, start running the show, running the show, and he doesn't like any of Jerry's guys that Jerry's been protecting this whole time. But I'll tell you what, little Steven, little Steven Jones has been right about a lot. He was right about not drafting Johnny Manziel. He was right about not drafting well, no, he was right about building the offensive line. That's where I was going. And he's been right about building the defensive line. David Irvin, guys of that such as well, Zeke. too. Zeke. He was no. right about Zeke. If you have an offensive line that good, it makes sense to take a running back that high because you're going to maximize the potential of the offensive line and the player you drafted. 
So Stephen Jones, he's no dummy, but he got this one wrong. He should have offered Des Bryant a pay cut. Des Bryant has loyalty to Jerry Jones, just as Jerry Jones had loyalty towards Des Bryant. That's why this was such a hard decision. But what I'm on the edge about right here, Eddie, is Des Bryant's clamoring, shouting, Redskins, Eagles, Giants, come get me. I got something left in the tank. And then to put the icing on the cake. Man, I know Mad Money, he, he works, he works the, the, the Twitter feed pretty hard. He probably saw it today. Brandon Marshall has the nerve to go out on Twitter and say, he, uh, let me remind you, he's been with the Giants for five games, which he averaged 15 yards a game. 15 yards a game. I mean, that's, he, if you compile his catches in each of the games, he got a first down. If you compile them all, he has the nerve to say, oh, I speak for the New York Giants. Thanks, but no thanks, Des. There's no room for he- you here, bro. And I am just I- – I'm, I'm done. Marshall can – if the Giants want to succeed, they have to get Marshall out of the building. Marshall did nothing last year. Nothing. He gave your team nothing. He gave you 15 yards a game. He had two drops. He was targeted 30 Two times. Not a great percentage. Now, I know where you're going to go, Eddie. Dez had 10 drops last season. I'm well aware. I don't aware. think you do. I'm, I'm well aware. But Dez had 10 drops on 132 targets. 132 targets. Where he only got 69 receptions. That's Dakota Prescott. That large difference right there. I'm not quite doing the math right now in my head. But 122 minus 69, what's that, man? Money, don't get don't get distracted by the number 69 like Gronkowski. But what's 122 minus 69? Yeah, 53. 53 times that Dakota Prescott could not get the ball to Des Bryant. And also, let me remind you that Des Bryant is 29 years old. He's 29 years old. You know how old Brandon Marshall is? You probably know Eddie. That would be 30s, 33, 34, maybe, maybe 35, 34. 34 going on 35. Let me also remind you that one of his drops, one of the two drops in the five games that he averaged 15 yards for was a game changer against the Detroit Lions in the fourth quarter. Should have been a 25-yard catch and maybe a touchdown. Ended up being a season-changing momentum factor for the New York Giants. Let me remind everybody also about Brandon Marshall. This guy had a fear of failure so badly that he had to go see a psychiatrist. Des Bryant, on the other end, when the Giants were whooping up on the Cowboys, goes berserk on his teammates for not living up to the same standard that he holds himself to. That's why Des sees a shrink, not because he's got a fear of losing, but he won't accept it. If I was the New York Giants and Dave Gettleman, I would give Brandon Marshall's money to the revenge-hungry Des Bryant that's been slowed by a slowly slumping quarterback in Dak Prescott. 
And let me add on this before you go, Fane, because this is my biggest point here. Most of all, to help the New York Giants, Des Bryant's badass attitude would counterbalance the flamboyance that Odell Beckham Jr. tilts the Giants team with. Not that there's anything wrong with that, if you know what I'm saying, old Seinfeld episode. But that's what I got on that. Get, just, rid of De- get rid of Marshall. Bring Dez on board. He'd be glad to take Brandon Marshall's $7 million. He'd cut, I, I would, I, at the, if you're the New York Giants, Eddie, you have to bring Dez in and at least work him out, right? I agree 100%. And if you're somebody in the New York Giants organization, I think you have a, a little chat with Brandon Marshall today to say, or if you're Brandon Marshall's agent, you realize, hey, maybe you better keep your mouth shut on this one. Just make as much money as you can because you're not the hot commodity that you were four years, five years ago, six years ago. So you're not that receiver anymore. Your production, let me look at this. Come on. For him to come out, you hit with a lot of good points right there, man. I'll, get, I'll give it to you. You really did. You, you, you put a lot of really, really good points on that one there. Um, Man, see, the thing is, I've always considered Des Bryant a top five receiver in the league. I know his, you know, last year you look at the numbers and everything like that, he was averaging 54 yards a game, .4 touchdowns, you know, uh, 4.2 catches a game because he's not with Tony Romo anymore. And Tony Romo would take shots down the field that Dak Prescott doesn't take. And that's the kind of receiver that Des Bryant is. He can make plays. So can I you jump look in at, just real quick? Tony Romo had the ability to throw Des Bryant open. Dakota Prescott there, does though. not. He'll throw him open. Dakota Prescott, you got to be open underneath in a little check down route. And that's not Dez. Never been Dez. Um, go ahead. Sorry. So, so when we – I think that both you and I and some of the callers and some of the Blitz Brigade and maybe Mad Money all kind of thought that Brandon Marshall, when he got signed last year by the Giants, was going to be this – a, a game change. I mean, I, I think that a lot of people looked at the Giants last year at the start of the season as, as, as Super Bowl contenders. I mean, w- between Odell in the slot and, and uh, Brandon Marshall and then Eli coming in there, and then we were all hoping, you know, Shepard or Sharper, I can never remember which one his name is, and the new tight end and all this. We just And we thought the defense was going to be good, and we just were expecting so much more. And Brandon Marshall, Jesus, you were like the lead of the letdown. You're you're looking in the mirror at one of the reasons. I know injury came into play as well, but you those are staggering numbers that you just mentioned. The stats that he has. I mean, that, that's like pathetic. That's like that's like worse. I, I, that's why I can agree with you on this one. Basically, to every point that you made, that's a, it's 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 awful. And look at the age difference. And Dez has. I mean, he. If you want to tell me that he's not the type of guy to really hold a grudge, dude. Like like you said, man. He he wants. To go against the Cowboys, he wants. He's got something to prove that. Yeah, he's 29, not 34. He's got something left in the tank, and I think that when you spoke, if you're speaking for the Giants fan base, I mean, 99% are going to agree with you. Who the hell would rather have Brandon Marshall over Des Bryant? So Brandon Marshall, man, keep your mouth shut, because dude, if you put Des on there. I feel like that's two guaranteed wins against the Cowboys. And I still go with you drafting Saquon Barkley as the as the number two back. And I know we can go back and forth and disagree or agree on that. I, dude, that's a roster right there. And just give Eli something to play with. But the, Brandon Marshall, you're not it. You're not it, clearly. Clearly, even when you were healthy, you were so – you weren't – you couldn't tell that you were on the field last – you, you couldn't even know the guy was on the field last year. God honest truth. And you got Odell coming in there uh, – Man, I would really love to see Des Bryant just because I've always considered him a top five, 
maybe now it'll slip down to a top 10 talent as a receiver in the NFL. And it just wasn't working with Dak. But for the Cowboys to do him dirty and the grudge that that's going to leave with him personally, boy, look out, man. And if, if the Giants can't get him, I think Washington's the next landing spot. I mean, he really has his mind set on staying in that division, and, and, and I think he could be beneficial anywhere he goes. You know what I mean? And, and I do think that you were right as well. The Cowboys did him pretty damn dirty. Um, and as he's walking out the door, it's reported. He said, all right, yeah, well, I'll see you twice next year. So you know where he wants to go. And if I'm a Giants fan, as you are, as some of the callers are, as some of the guys that are listeners are, hell, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be more than excited, more than ecstatic, more than pumped to get freaking Des Bryant on my squad. I'd be the most pumped if you brought Des Bryant in to work him, work him out, and that pissed Brandon Marshall off, and Brandon Marshall just quit. It's Jeff, Brandon Marshall, who the hell, that's who what Brandon Marshall should do. Brandon Marshall should t- should take for the New York Giants' success. Brandon Marshall should take sixteen weeks off and then quit because he's no good. He never was any good. He backed well, Jay Cutler. He backed Jay Cutler. That that was his quarterback. That was his quarterback. He loved Jay Cutler. Come on, man. You've watched Marshall play. You've watched Jay Cutler play. Marshall is a toxic cancer. When even when he was when he was when he was on the team for five games, he could have stepped it up and replaced Beckham and and held the locker room together. And he did no such thing. He just said, Ah, well, you know, I'm old. I'm just gonna get injured too. Dez Bryant, up and down the sidelines, chewing people out, holding people accountable. Dez Bryant, I get that he's got baggage, but he is somebody I want on my team. You you hate Dez Bryant when he plays for the opposing team, but when he's on your team, you love him because he brings that of- fire, and he brings that fire with – out the flamboyance that Odell Beckham Jr. brings. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Eddie? I will stand by this. This is a long shot. This is a long shot because I don't think this is total speculation that this would happen, that they cut Marshall and pick up Bryant. But if it were to happen, Des Bryant would not hesitate to get in Odell Beckham Jr.'s face. Yeah, I do wonder how that relationship would work out between these two. It but would back work then. out as a benefit uh, in in the favor of Odell Beckham Jr. because he would have to he would have to look at an ass whipping or get yourself in check and win football games. There you go, and there you have it. You got everything off your chest on this subject because we got some stuff yeah, we got to get. Yeah, let's let's go, let's go. All right, we want to move we, it right we, along. We do, Batman. We we got any callers on the line? Me and Eddie, caller driven show five. Two six seven five two one zero one five three. Picking up the blitz. Call back Eddie Fain. Find us on the Facebook page. We got a lot of NBA content to get into. We also have to take a commercial break. Bad money. We got anybody on the line? Yeah, we do. We do have a caller on the line. Well, let's bring that caller before we go to the break. All right. Hey, it's, it's six fifteen. It must be Columbus calling. <laughs> Ah, oh. got him! Got him on the clock. Got, got him on the clock. Him. I want to take you back 52 years uh, with this call. Okay. Uh, it, it's an anniversary, or it's a near anniversary. It's 52 years ago, day before yesterday's. It's close enough because it's a great event. Now I, I was set expecting it up one you. year from our historian caller, our leader of the Blitz Brigade. I thought I thought he was going to say 2017. 
No. <laughs> I'm going for the 40s myself. I was thinking the 40s tonight. But let's hear it. What do you got for us, Columbus? No, I'm going to set this up. In the median. I bet one of you will call us before, before I get to the – before you know what it is, you'll see what's coming. It's uh, NBA, 52 years ago, Eastern Conference Finals, Celtics, 76ers, Winner goes on to play uh, the Lakers uh, for the NBA title. Uh, it's the deciding game. There's six seconds left. Uh, S- Celtics are ahead by one and have the, the ball on an in- You got it. You got it. But finish. finish Havlicek the stole the ball. Yeah, I messed it Havlicek up. If I would have really got it, if I really would have got it, I would have I would have said it all. Now you got to say it all like you're the you're the commentator on that play. <laughs> I, I'm not up to it, but I, I can tell you some funny things about it. We we the Celtics had the ball inbounds up. There's six seconds left. Up one underneath their own basket. Uh, Russell, uh, who was the coach, player coach, second to last player coach in the, in the NBA. Russell yeah, was Westbrook, the throw. I remember in. before. Uh, the game. Somebody had noticed that the that the that the backboard there was a little bit of motion in the backboard, and so they rigged up a, a support wire, a stanchion support wire, to anchor the backboard uh, in in place. And Russell didn't know it was there, or forgot it was there. And he 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 threw the ball in, but the ball hit off that wire and came right back to him. And the referee called a Philadelphia ball out of bounds underneath underneath Good the call. Boston basket. 76ers called a timeout. Now, Russell, Russell is, is the center, of course, the Hall of Fame player, and he, he's the GOAT right now. He, he's the GOAT of the thing right now. Well, he and was he the coach, did, too. He, he had to call timeout inspired, as well. He did some inspired coaching. Hey. Career is putting the ball on the play. He, he, just, he gets it out. He's going to have a check. that keep going sorry to cut you off there columbus keep on rocking and rolling let me let me let me tell you coach bill russell's words that set that defensive play up this 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 is coaching genius russell looked around in the timeout huddle there in front of the boston bench and knowing that the weight of this defeat is going to be on his shoulders said somebody do something and that was it that was all there was somebody do something I, you remember I used to be I used to I used to be a ball boy for the Shenandoah University Hornets, and uh, their coach uh, Dave Dave Dutton used to uh, he passed away of cancer, uh, and, and so did his his wife. Uh, both both great people. She was at the any, anyway. We're get I'm getting way off subject anyway. But anyway, he 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 had a phrase uh, where he he clap his hands and say, "Get up, do something." Yeah. <laughs> but if they didn't, the, the weight of the defeat wasn't going to be on his shoulders. Listen, Columbus. I don't, uh, know how many uh, Hall of Fam- I don't know how many Hall of Famers were in that game, uh, but I'm just going to mention four of them uh, and what they did that game. Sam Jones uh, had 37 points. Uh, he was the virtual inventor of the bank shot, shot off the glass. Havlicek had 26. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain had 30 points, 32 rebounds. 
Uh, Bill Russell had 15 points, 27 rebounds, and, and Russell led the game in assists. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh, they went on, went on to play the Lakers for the, the title and, and won the title again that year. Wilt Chamberlain was involved in the game? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that that's pretty that's pretty incredible they were able to beat him. Now, Sam Jones. Well, they, they, yeah, with with six yeah. seconds left and Chamberlain on your team, you, you've you've got – You've got a, you've got a, you've got a, you've got a good chance. Yeah, well, yeah, he's going to put forty-two more points on the board in. in six seconds. Exactly. He, he, exactly. Havlicek steel was something out now, of the ordinary. Now, now you say to Sam Jones in that, that he he was all about the bank. That's right. Was there ever a story about his financial situation beyond? Because <laughs> they didn't make a lot of money in the NBA That's right. back then. Yeah. And 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 yeah. Bill Russell will tell you all about the discrepancies that uh, African American athletes went through during that time, and he's still not happy. Exactly right. With this exactly man right. hitting thirty-seven points off the bank, Sam Jones, I'd like to know how he's actually doing with his bank account. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't Probably know if he's the one that started, open started on saying the bank is open. <laughs> Hey, well, you remember, uh, clearly we're getting all Celtics on this, but you remember when uh, they asked Paul Pierce if he called bank and he, what did he say? Call game. Yep. He called game, baby. I called game. All right. Let me just jump in here for just a second here, gentlemen. I know we got to go to a commercial break, but while you got, we got you on the line here, Columbus, a uh, quick question as to what's actually happening uh, in the Boston Celtics organization right now. I think it's becoming more and more clear the coach that Brad Stevens is. You guys have been mentioning this all season long. You guys have been mentioning this since he came over from Butler. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm pretty impressed with what we've seen from the Celtics in this first two games, especially last night. Uh, this is such a young group of talent, and this is going to be superstars in the making here. You're watching these guys grow up right in front of your eyes, and I know you guys have followed them a little bit more closely than I have all season, but Jay, Tatum and Brown are really, really shining when they need to the most. And I'm watching this kid Tatum mm-hmm. from the from the season opener to what I'm seeing now, the growth of one season – and now these guys getting to show their talents when your two stars that you thought maybe could take you to the NBA Finals are not in these playoffs. Um, I wanted just to get your thoughts, and we'll get Bex later on after the commercial break, but before we let you go, your thoughts on what you've seen these guys uh, do so far, and can they keep this going? I mean, I think that they're going to end up getting well, past Milwaukee, but I don't think it's going to be as easy on the road as it no, is in TD no. Garden. So I'll tell you very quickly what, what I think. Uh, this This started – uh, and it reminded me of the uh, uh, the Giants' last Super uh, last uh, Super Bowl uh, season. Uh, this 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 run that they're on right now started with a six game uh, road trip, regular season road trip towards the end of the season. There's six games on the road out west. Uh, they're all tough. Uh, they won all six, uh, and that that put me in mind of, of that uh, Giants team. Uh, that winning those, winning that string of games on the road late in the season to put themselves in the in the super in the Super Bowl. So, I have no idea how far the Celtics are going to go. I think they'll get past Milwaukee. Uh, I don't think they'll sweep Milwaukee. I think they'll get past Milwaukee. And it remains to be seen what happens uh, what happens next. Well, Milwaukee's thank you for playing that back. Johnny. Mo- thank you for playing that Johnny Most tape. That was good to hear again. Havlicek steals the ball. Hey, before you hop off the line, though, I, I, I got I to gotta, I gotta hit on this. We're just skipping the commercial break. I'm not cashing any checks right now anyway. Uh, they're just going to have to deal with it. We'll just holler it out. Sportscombine. Wait, primecombine.com, wild dog hot sauce, and the near <laughs> Rise, 
Don't forget the near food bar. You mentioned, it, mentioned it picking up the blood show and you'll get a free blueberry biscuit. Now, you mentioned uh, Brad Stevens being the coach of the Boston Celtics here. Now, I know that we have a caller on the line here who's a very, very big Celtics fan, as am I. Brad Stevens, which point guard on the Celtics roster since he's been the coach of the team has looked bad? He got Evan like- Turner a $72 million contract. Brad Stevens is the best coach in the NBA. Okay, oh wait now. Let's let's hold on a second. Here comes your you know fandom. And I've been waiting for it. I've been waiting hold for it for 30 minutes. Time out. Time out. Just think about that real quick, Eddie. He got um, Evan uh, Turner a seventy two million dollar mm-hmm. contract. Evan Turner. Have you heard that name all season? I have not heard from Evan Turner in a long time. I have not heard from Evan Turner even in Boston that much. I I think he played okay. Dollars. But you know how what contracts are nowadays. I mean, it Isaiah Thomas. But. He made Isaiah Thomas look great. Kyrie's been having a great year. Start there before. Oh, before okay. Well, before let's, the let's not. Just, oh, before, yeah. Let's give Brad uh, yeah, Stevens the credit for I know. Kyrie Irving's success. Yeah. Okay. Let's. let's I know. Jump I know. I know. But but Kyrie, Terry Rozier, Isaiah Thomas, and I need help from the caller of that of the guy. Uh, before that, he was this long, lanky, like, uh, an uh, ugly dude. Um, and then, and then you got the other guy. They all, they all really played well. And then, don't forget, he even made Paul Pressy look good, or Phil Pressy, or whatever his name. I think Paul Pressy is the coach. Who the hell's Phil Pressy? Brad Stevens. Is the best coach in the in the NBA, and there's no doubt about it. Okay, there is a doubt about it. Now, is he going to win Coach of the Year? It's it's definitely possible. Uh, there's a lot of you know. Come on now, and you know I want to go. I'm a big Eric Spolster guy, but I can't really use that argument because you couldn't just counter argue with the fact that we had uh, an All Star team when we went to the finals for four years in a row. So, but what he does with some of the talent, and he does some really good coaching things. Brad Stevens, though, I can't I can't take it away from you right now. It's a very valid argument that you're making, but you can't say it with such conviction that like there's no one even close to the God Brad Stevens. Win something first, man. Win something that matters before we're gonna crown you as the coach of all coaches, the coach of all ye all time. Like, come on, buddy. Like, you got it. You got to think. Yeah, he's doing crazy things with uh, limited talent, to say the least, or limit. You know, young guys, and he does make players look really good. That was a great point you uh, you had about um Evan Turner. I mean, Jesus, Evan Turner. God. <laughs> he's like, I mean, a nobody, but he's built. But let's Brad, Brad Stevens is building something first. He's building to that crescendo, and it might not be this year, but when he peaks, he's going to plateau at well, that it, peak it, for a while, Eddie. He's going to be there for a while, year. bro. It might not, not gonna, be this year. Well, well let me peaks, tell you why it's not going to be this year. When he peaks, he's going to be up there, oh, and you, Pat Riley and no. Eric Spolster are going to be just a couple notches down because when Brad yeah. Stevens peaks, that's his plateau. He's we're getting climbing, up there to the highest point. And you know he's got a hot lawyer wife, right? And I didn't know about that. How hot is she? Pretty hot. Angie's a lawyer. Makes more money than he does. Well, 
you know, we could go tip for town. Anyway, so listen, here's the deal. Man. Right, you, that's I, not I, a fact, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I know mean, her hotness is. Her hotness is. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll Google her. You gotta, I'll go to Google Brad Stevens' wife. I, I don't know oh, what her that. paycheck is. Let me just tell you something real quick. So Cleveland right now, uh, with a game that's already started, this is the reason you're not going to make it to the NBA Finals. So LeBron, I'm going to go ahead and transition here. I don't know if we still have the caller on the line. If we do, feel free to hang out. I don't think the phone lines are blowing up tonight anyways. But LeBron's already jumped out with 16. It might be 18 now points. He's got 18 already, I think. It's, it's either 16 or 18. 16 the last time I checked. Cleveland's up to a 26-12 to 12 lead. There's a big um, difference there in 16 and 18. Well, it, it's it's uh, three minutes left in the, in it's, the first. It's, so, okay, it's okay if she's 18, but 16, nah, don't do it. Let me just tell you something, man. This dude, I we were we were in the pre-show, we were discussing kind of, all right, we're, we're just so over LeBron. You're just so, I'm, I'm so done with LeBron this, LeBron that, where's LeBron going? LeBron effect, LeBron wants this, LeBron doesn't like being called a posse. LeBron signed another deal. LeBron, LeBron. Dude, he's still good enough that we have to say these things. We have no choice. And we jump to conclusions so fast, and I hate doing it because I'm so stupid when I do it. One game, they lost, and they lost bad. The same way the Heat in the season opener or in the playoff opener got crushed. You'll make adjustments and and do I think still that the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to win the NBA Finals? It really doesn't look like it. I'm going to stick to my convictions, and I'm going to stick to my guns because I called it at the beginning of the season, even though it's a completely different roster than what they started with. But, man, when this guy – he didn't – did he not score or did he not take a shot for the first 10 minutes of the uh, playoff game one? He went Which 10 was, minutes without taking a without shot. He was trying to do the little assist thing where he gets all passive and he just wants to show – yeah, and now, then I gotta when he throw just... credit, I gotta throw credit where credit is due. That was a stat that was picked up from the Con Coward show, and oh, and, and I'm in agreement with with what Coward said. I think he was kind of testing his teammates to see what kind of testicular fortitude they had. He didn't say it as cool as I just did, but that's what he was doing, and they didn't have any. And when by the time he zoned back in, it was too late. And I think that LeBron smashes Indiana for the rest of this series. With the hindrance of Lance Stevenson, which you've been so excited to talk about, Eddie. Yeah. I can't wait well, to hear it. Because he's such a weirdo, man. Like, you're not going to find – I love it when you find a character in sports. Like, I love when you just don't have the cliche answers all the time and you're just strange and you play the same way. Like, just look at some – just type in Lance Stevenson highlights and you'll see some just – he's actually he's actually pretty good. It, it, but he does such weird, unorthodox He's not good. Things. He's not. He's good. not he's terrible. He's of, not terrible. He's kind of talented, but he's not he's, a good player. He's, a, he's not a good player. Okay. The only time he, the only time he gets in the highlights, man, and the only time he gets the mentions is when LeBron James gets a little bugged by him. I just he's an antagonist. He's an antagonist. Just how I, I antagonized you on the Heat game the other night. Well, we'll get to that in a minute as well. Don't you worry about that. But I, I, I totally agree with you. I was being antagonistic. Okay, just stop for two seconds. What I'm just telling you is here's what the deal is, okay? This is what this all stems down to, right? I'm just going to drop this because this is the main point of all of this. This is what this is. 
your team there in Boston is nice. It's, it, it's a nice team. It's a nice thing Brad Stevens is doing with the team. And it, it's, it's cute. It's all fine and dandy. And they'll beat Milwaukee because Antetokounmpo is very good, but he's not quite there yet. And he's limited, beyond, he's limited beyond the 12-foot mark. And Terry Rozier is a straight gangster. Yeah, okay, of course, they're all so great in your eyes, but we know what's going to happen, Bexie. This is what you do. You get caught up in these fantasies of yours where you think that they actually have a chance of, like, going to the championship. Whereas I'm looking at Miami going, no, that's not going to happen, but I would like to beat Philadelphia to shut everybody up. But here's what I'm telling you. The, the, what this is is the NBA. We know what this is. Superstars win titles, okay? And I wish that there was more superstars on every other team, but there isn't. This guy, LeBron James, is the superstar of the East. He's going to do it again, and he's going to get his team there again. The only thing that we're really looking forward to is the superstars out West going against the other superstars out West, that being Houston versus Golden State. And that's what this is going to come down to. So all of this stuff is fun to watch right now, but what Boston is lacking is a superstar. They don't have Kyrie. If they have Kyrie, I pencil them in for the Eastern Conference Finals, guaranteed. Write it down. Sign your name. Check. You can take my bank account if I'm wrong on that. If they have Kyrie, I guarantee it. They'd sweep Milwaukee easily. And Rozier has been playing. He's, he's a nice player. Don't get me wrong. He played great last night. He played great game one. He hit that huge three, and it was just pure luck that, that they hit a, a, a rebuttal with .5 seconds left. Middleton did. But what I'm, what I'm telling you is, and this is what, what the problem was with Miami. When you first jumped and said, Miami's the worst. You text me this. Exact words from you. Miami's the worst team in the playoffs. What a joke. Baba, you wouldn't stop. You can't put my text on blast. I was you being are, totally antagonistic. I did yeah, not yeah, actually yeah. believe that statement. Okay, well, that statement was made by you, and that pisses me off more than freaking anything when you do that, dude, because it drives me, I mean, literally insane. Because I can't get a word in when, I, when I'm on the phone with you. Go, Man, the Heat are so good. And I said to you, listen. He bounced the, the ball into his own herpes lip. What we are... What we are lacking here is a guy to take over. When we need a guy to take over, all we have is an old Dwayne Wade, and I don't know if he can do it anymore. And sure enough, Kevin Hart pissed him off with Allen Iverson sitting on the sidelines, and old Dwayne Wade showed up without the speed, without the three, and just hit every single thing in Ben Simmons' face, and there was nothing anyone could do about it. And that's what's going to propel Miami to win this series. Now, if we're going to get into this series, if I just can ask you this, and I'll I'll pass it right over to you because I'm right about the superstar thing. There's no other reason to debate it because I'm right, and you can say the Celtics are going to do this, Celtics are going to do that. I think we maybe see them to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't even think so. I really think they get knocked off in the second round. And that's even if they, they will get out of this first round, but it's not going to be this sweep that everybody might be thinking just because they're up 2-0. The thing that is driving me absolutely insane right now is our $100 million player down here, Mr. 2K, NBA 2K stat builder himself, Hassan Whiteside. <laughs> this guy, man, I mean, I have not seen a player care less about playoffs have little emotional swings. A 29-year-old man, he's essentially the same. He's an adult, and he acts like a rookie in the league. I know he only became relevant in a, a, a superstar, high-paid player within the last few years, but this guy is the most classless seven-footer that uh, I've never seen somebody that can turn it on and then just purposely, it seems like, be off whenever he wants to. A sulking, lanky, 
seven foot guy that just if he gets beat, mm, oh, I'm not, I don't care, I'm not trying tonight. That's literally what we watch with this guy. And for Pat Riley to have missed so badly on on a contract that would it, you know, Dallas would have went out there and got it, gave him this money. He could have went to Dallas and they were going to pay him even more. And Pat Riley said, no, we want him here. I just think that, I mean, he might be due for a big game, and when Embiid comes back, I, I think he's doubtful for the game three coming up here, uh, but he might be there for game four. I'm assuming they will play him at some point in this series. Hassan will get up for that game. But it pisses me off so much. No, he won't. Yep, there you go. Then you can, you can disagree on that. And I'm really about to pass this back over to you because I really am interested to hear what you have to say about this guy. But I'm just telling you, man, I've never seen a guy in, in Pat Riley, and we're so big on culture down here and everything, I've never seen a guy that just literally, one night on, one night off, I don't care. I'm a freaking clown on, off the court on Instagram, on Snapchat. Ha, 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 you guys paid me $100 million. It seems to me like a swing and a miss because we need this guy to wake the hell up. Now you can take the floor. It's all yours, KB. Mad Money, feel free to chime in at any time. God, it makes me mad. It makes me so freaking mad, dude. I, I, I cannot stand looking at that sulky face of his anymore. He is driving me literally insane. He's playing 15 minutes a game. He's not doing anything. He's missing dunks. He's missing defensive assignments. And he's watching guys literally blow by him. Mm-hmm. And for Wade and mm-hmm. Haslam not to pull him aside and say to him, Hey, Hassan, you asshole, please get it together. I'm sorry about my language for the Blitz listeners, for all the little children out there. But this guy should not be a role model. Trust me. This guy is the exact opposite of what you want from an NBA player. This is the exact opposite of what you want from a $100 million man. This is the exact opposite of playoff basketball and the exact opposite of heat culture. This is a scrub. And if he doesn't wake the hell up real soon, then I need to bench him, send him out the door, pay him on his way out the door. I could care less. But you're not on our team anymore because we're not, we're not dealing with this shit. Wake up. It's the playoffs. Wake up. We want to beat Philly. Wake up. Joel Embiid has clearly said he's better than you, but you need him on the floor to prove something to him? Do something. Do something. It's time to wake the hell up. God, please. All right, I'm going to take this in a unique direction because I think there is a lot uh, our current youth and our current cultural climate globally can actually learn from Hassan Whiteside. Listen, when you're part of a team and people are counting on you, you know how many kids play video games and stuff these days and everything. You know how into video games Hassan Whiteside is. When you're playing a video game and people are counting on you, in in Fortnite and uh, Bug Bugsy B or Pub Pug Pugs people play yeah. video games at Pub. Taking it in a weird direction. Yes, you are. Yeah, you keep going. I, I don't, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this well, comes around. When when people are counting on you, you you don't just put the controller down and walk away. And he that would seems though. To be what Hassan Whiteside does on the court, he looks like nobody's controlling the player. He just. Fades out. Somebody put the controller down. You got this guy standing on the court, not oh. even running up and down. Boom! He's that guy. He's that guy that decided people decided to log in on on nerd.net.com so we could fight the other nerds on nerdnet.com. We're going to take out all hundred of them with our five man team. <laughs> but uh, no, I I I got I got to go get my hot pocket out the microwave. So not let me put my that. controller down. He's the guy that you're playing, and you're beating him up pretty good in Madden by, like, 21 points, and he quits at halftime says, I don't want to play anymore. He's that guy. Like, yeah. he, he could be the in-the-game in guy. He's just that guy. Like, the, he, he's – oh, because nothing pisses you off more than that guy when you're beating him up pretty good, and he just, no, I'm, I don't want to play anymore. 
What do you mean? You're, shut, you're shutting down button. to play this Madden game, dude. You're finishing this button. game. You better freaking get it together. I mean, Madden's going to give you some points anyways. It's only human nature and video game nature that eventually somebody's going to slack up. They're not going to let you get beat for 56 to nothing unless you're a real scrub. Just like in the NBA, yeah, if you're up by 26 points, it's, it's only natural that you're going to start slacking up a little bit. And there will be a comeback run like Philly did last night or two nights ago. They had a great comeback. But this guy, man, it, it just... For him to be paid the way he is and just that, that lack of passion, and I, I can't believe that Pat Riley has 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 not come down and, and said something to him. I know they've had meetings. Well, he probably with has. Spolstra, he's probably the... just so soft that he's not the guy that to say anything to the seven-foot giant standing over him. But Pat Riley comes down with these rings, and this is what he's known for is, is getting into these guys' freaking heads. And, and I, I just see with, with Hassan, he just doesn't care. It's, it's just not clicking. He doesn't get it. And he just... Ah, it, mm, it just irks me so bad, dude. And it would it would irk anyone if you're a fan of the of the, of the team and you got a player like that out there. Yeah, well, he just oh. he just frustrating for anybody that that uh, witnesses his play to be to be that talented and to uh, and to just not really want to give it all. I I, I I have very little respect for him, and I think it'll be the downfall of Miami because. When you play a team sport, just like we've been talking about, it's been it's been the theme of the show. Everybody on that team needs to be held to the same standard, and he's not held to that standard. And it's not fair to the other players that that are actually putting their time in. You think Dwayne Wade really wants to be having to play as hard as he had to play the other night? Or you think he wants to cruise to a couple wins? Like, come on, Whiteside. He should be bagging rebounds off the boards, kicking it out to Dwayne Wade for easy shots. You know they're going in beyond beyond eight, 18 feet and in, in, in. He should be – it's beyond me, Eddie. Yeah, I, I don't understand what's wrong. I don't understand what's wrong with your boy there. It's, Have you uh, – uh, yeah, it's, it's, it is what it is. I had to get it off my chest. I agree with what you said at 100%. And, again, uh, we're trying to keep things rolling here. So I'll drop it because that's just that's just me being a sour fan right now more than more than trying to, to, to co-host a radio show here, man. Well, let's, but, move, uh, let's move back on to Dwayne Wade, man. Can Dwayne Wade, yeah, can, hell he, of a can Dwayne Wade have another game like that? Will, will yeah, he, he get at least – but he not consistently? Do it anymore. Too I, old? I, look, listen, I, I don't want to doubt Dwayne – I, I really don't because I, I remember the 06 finals and I've never seen a performance like that. Like, I mean, literally, people forget what Dwayne Wade was his whole career. And then they only like to link him in with the championships with LeBron. or And you could say, oh, well, Shaq was there in 06 when he got that one. Dwayne Wade was down 0-2 versus the Dallas Mavericks. And he did one of the most phenomenal four-game stretches I've ever seen where he was averaging 30s. It just, it, he, just, he took it over because he has that ability. But Dwayne's also now... I, at 36, his knees have been bad for a long time. I mean, he wasn't healthy towards the end of the stint with Bosch and LeBron. Like, he, he has not been healthy. We saw what he was in Chicago. It was god-awful. It was just it was kind of sad to watch. Like, it was time for this guy to hang it up. Now, for him to come out and do what he did when we needed it so freaking badly, oh, man, that was, that was like vintage Dwayne Wade. So good to see. Such a great feeling. Do I pray and, and hope, and when I sleep tonight, will I get down and say, please, let's wait and wait. Don't let Gabrielle Union wear him out too bad when he gets home in the bedroom because she even put that out there on Twitter after his performance. 
I said, please let Kevin Hart keep on talking trash to him because that's what motivates him. Just like that dude on the Charlotte series a couple years back, the kid, the guy in the purple shirt that got Dwayne Wade's attention from the crowd, and Dwayne Wade just went off and beat them in Charlotte. Man, money, you might be familiar with that situation. Please, just let just Kevin Hart keep it going if you really want to. Because Dwayne Wade, he needs the motivation. Can his body hold up? Dude, I'm so skeptical right now. And I think that you can agree with me because we know what Dwayne Wade's health is. We saw how slow he was, but he was just on fire. Does he have one more of those? If it was a game seven, if it's game seven, you're damn right I'm turning to Dwayne Wade and saying, please, you got to. If it's game three tomorrow night, do I see him get him 20 points? I see him getting about 14, a couple assists, a couple boards, a decent game. But somebody else on the squad has to step up if uh, if they want to keep on beating Philly because Philly's good. Philly's good. Philly's a lot better than I, than I gave him credit for, and they came in on a win streak, and now we're going to see how young guys handle adversity and they handle a loss and then have to go on the road. Um, they lost home court advantage, and now now we're going to really see what uh, what was your what was your term testicular fortitude. We're going to see what these guys got because, uh, damn, I was impressed with them game one. I really was. We didn't have an answer for the three point shot, and they were bringing out scrubs that I'd never even heard of, guys that were cut halfway through the season and then picked up by Philly from different teams. And these guys, I mean, they were just burying us. And then I think a lot of people jumped to a conclusion too fast. That a series is a series, and and sure enough, we're gonna. I think we're gonna see a really good one here. But does Dwayne Wade have that in him every night? No, it's 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 pretty pretty obvious that he doesn't at this point. But could does if it comes down to a must win situation, end of a game, the big game, that's the guy. That's the guy, and and I'd rather have that guy miss it. I give it to him time and time and time and time again, as opposed to Dragic Richardson, who I, we both agree is going to be a star at some point, but it's not there yet. You give the ball to Dwayne Wade and see what he could do for you. Star, not superstar. But I will have a, to say this: I am a, I'm a, I'm a big Dwayne Wade fan, have been for a long time. But I will have to say that uh, he must have some rabbit ears if he's let these people get in his head, and if he can hear Kevin Hart. I mean, Kevin Hart must have rabbit ears. What do you think, Matt Muddy? Mm-hmm, 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 the third statement he said, <laughs> that was the best one. Yeah, I know. I, he, I don't know where he comes up with this stuff. I do not know where this guy gets it from, man. But when he he's is gotta on, be, he's got to be utilizing his material. He, I mean, the 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 timing, the timing, the timing is there. The tone is correct. I mean, he, he is spot on, spot <laughs> on behind the glass up in the tower. Bad money, Mike. Just a shout-out to you, Doug. You are doing a great job. Great job. Great job, buddy. You are the man. <laughs> Listen, man. So here's my question for you then, Beck. All right. We're going to just switch it over to the West because we're running out of time here. I knew we, we should have done like a two-hour show tonight. We got too much stuff going on, man. There's you too many games that, on, man. We're, listen, we wanted listen, to watch listen. some games. But with, all right, so Golden State, obviously, just this goes to show you that the regular season doesn't matter at all. These guys I know what I want to talk about. Yeah, well, Eddie, what, I just want to ask you about that. You picked you know the Cavaliers to win the finals. Are you sticking by that statement? I am sticking by that statement, yeah. I got to. Okay, I mean, I'm, I am I as confident as I was? I am no, not. I'm not. I am okay. not. I'm not abiding by your prediction. 
this is what I think happens in the NBA. I think that the Golden State Warriors potentially lose to Houston. I, I am not decided there, but I think LeBron gets to the finals. But I think as long as Houston doesn't win the finals, as long as Houston is not the NBA champion at the end of this year, LeBron will be a Houston Rocket next season. I can see that. I, I can see that. I don't want to speculate on that shit right now, that stuff. God, man, I get too fired up about these NBA playoffs trying to watch the language is a difficult task. I just don't want to speculate well, the, on that right now, man. I want to, I want to, no, no, no. Listen, listen, I want to know what you, what's, what's going on right now is what I'm more concerned about. Yeah, I'm still going to pick LeBron to win the finals. It's, it's probably not going to happen. I'm just going to go which with was that. A, which I want to, for our audience, I want to say, which was a preseason yeah, that's what by I'm, Eddie Fain. Right, right, right. This is so, a so long time coming. And he's been a, he, what you say. He, Eddie has been right about a lot of these preseason picks, basketball and football. Um, but the thing that we got to think about right now, so Golden State, obviously, you know, they're on this losing streak coming in here where they're looking awful, and then all of a sudden, guess what? It doesn't matter because they still have your boy Draymond Green. They got a Clay Thompson going off. Kevin Durant's going to do his thing. They're going to cruise. Like, they don't even need, need Steph Curry until – the end of the series before they go into Houston just so he can shake off some rust if he even has any. Man, Golden State's good out there. I don't. They're going to sweep this series. But the thing that I'm a little bit interested in, and I want to see where you're going with this one, is the um, the fact that Houston had to pull out that one by a very close game and just a really just another performance from James Harden. Like, like does this team out there? Who? Why do I always call them Milwaukee? Why can't I ever remember who Jimmy Butler uh, the, was the young kid? I, I cannot remember this team for the life of me. Who like, is it's like Portland Portland, no. and Toronto are the same team, like and Minnesota team. and Milwaukee Minnesota. I look at that team, and I always think Milwaukee, and I just they're just like but, – but the thing is, though, they have some talent with Jimmy Butler, and what's the other dude's name? Like, there's Carl talent on there. And, and then I know Jimmy you hate. I know, no, and then the third guy from Cleveland, I know you hate. I just cannot remember this team for the life of me. I, I don't even want to look it up. I don't even care. Who's the third guy that they they shipped out when LeBron came back that you hate? Come on, come on, you, come on, oh, come on. Wiggins, Wiggins. Yes, Andrew Wiggins. There you go, boom. So they got talent, and, and they gave Houston a great run for it, and that's a series I'm at least a little bit interested in, but do you still call sweep, or do you think that maybe Houston goes to a six-game, five-game, possibly a seven out there? No, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna say sweet because I, I think that, uh, I, I'm actually gonna retract a little bit. I think I was a little wrong about uh, Andrew Wiggins. I thought that he would make sense. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna completely admit fault because I think if he was still there, no, 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 I will, I will, I will. Andrew Wiggins sucks. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that was the quickest retract of a retract I've ever heard of in my life, man. I really he thought you were going to say, you know what, man, Andrew Riggins, yeah, he's, yeah. oh, no, no, never mind. I, I can't even look at those words. He, he, in the words of Shania Twain, man, he just don't impress me much. So here we go then, bro. So I'm going to stick with my preseason pick, and you never even put in a preseason pick to my recollection. Who do you have? I said the Warriors, yeah, you did, man. You did pick the Warriors? And you're going to stick by that? Because I think about it back, man. I can't. Houston, dude, what a season. Uh, an incredible season. Chris Paul, great. James Harden, phenomenal. MVP. Uh, That's a good one. Chris uh, Paul 
and LeBron James are great friends. They have been for a long time, yeah. and I could just see, I could just see the the story writing in the writing itself in the book that Houston gets so close, so close. Game six, game seven with Golden State, then they can't win. Golden State yeah. goes to the finals, smokes I'm... LeBron. LeBron and goes LeBron to goes, Houston yeah. in the West. They lollygag it around for three quarters of the season. Chris Paul yeah. gets hurt here and there, and and then they start hitting on all cylinders late in the game. And Houston winning the championship in the final year, splitting hey, so up jumping. the dynasty okay. that the Golden State Warriors are claiming to be. I think that uh, I think that. Uh, you're not. You can't keep all those guys in Golden State forever, man. You can't keep them there forever. They're they're all too good. And eventually, eventually, Clay or Draymond, and I think more Clay than Draymond is gonna is gonna want an opportunity to shoot the ball I, more. I understand. Um, before we jump to game balls, I you got that was like yeah you're doing you're jumping points you're dropping points that are like for years to come back like you're really yeah, when I call you about, about one prediction what, you go ahead year? and go go start predicting year? years years in the future man like Jesus these are bold picks the only here man. The caller we had was talking forty nine years in the past hey. and I'm jumping <laughs> one year ahead. <laughs> Talk about next year. I mean it's Listen, not that my crazy. last question. Stop stop. The last question though is is this one and this one kind of intrigues me is the fact I'm asking you and I just want to hear what you have to say about it and then we'll jump right into game balls mad money if you're still even with us on the show. Um do you think that OKC can make this work here and they can do any kind of push here in the playoffs? Can they, are they going to gel here at all cuz they they looked great in game 1. Um I, I just me, don't You got me on the ropes, Eddie. You got me on the ropes because for our show and what we do I am rooting for them. They they are what's interesting. If Carmelo, Russell, and uh, man, Stephen Adams, Stephen Adams, who am I who am I dropping right now? Paul George. Uh, Paul George. Paul George. If they can make a playoff run, that is the most interesting thing that will be happening in the playoffs. Right now, we're speculating on Terry Rozier. And the and Jalen Brown in the in the in the playoffs, it is good for business if OKC goes deep into the playoffs. It really is, and it's interesting and fun to talk about. I'm rooting for it. I'm rooting for it, just like I was rooting for Tiger Woods to win the Masters, but I was wrong about that. So I cannot put my name on. I cannot sign my name to the OKC Thunder. I cannot do it. But I would not dislike if they. Propelled a little further than expected. All right, good to know. Game balls. Game balls. Oh yeah. And now game balls given out by your boy E. Fane and Kyle Beck. Brought to you by Gold Chains and Champagne Entertainment. Hell yeah. I'll drop my real quick first. Hey, listen, we already know where I'm going with this. The music's a little loud. I don't even know if you can hear me, but all I gotta say is two words. Dwayne. Wade. Thanks for trying, Philly. You're up, Beck. Yeah, that was a really good game ball, man. Because Dwayne Wade did play lights out. Lights out, man. I'll tell you what, man. If I had a choice, I'd take Dwayne Wade over Kobe Bryant. I'd take Paul Pierce over Kobe Bryant. I don't know why these two cats got so overshadowed in the past. 
Kobe Bryant's not that great. Shaq really helped him out a lot, and Phil Jackson really pushed him a long way with the roster that they built, but that's neither here nor there because my game ball's going out to the best coach in the NBA, Brad Stevens, because he's got it. The whole Celtics team eats cake like every day's their birthday. Like, every day is their birthday. Mad Money, you got any thoughts? You got a game ball you want to hit us with? Throwing up all this ice. Uh-huh. 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 And all these carrots. Uh-huh. Like it's they're the freaking playoffs. vegetarians. It's the playoffs. I'm so pumped right now. I can't wait to watch the rest of this game, man. Let's go. Let's go, Heat. Let's go, Heat. Hey, good run. job, Mad Money Mike. Hey. This is Pick It Up the Blitz. Kyle Beck, Eddie Payne, Mad Money Mike behind the glass. Great show tonight. Glad to have y'all with us. Can't wait for next week. Can't wait for more basketball. Can't wait for that NFL draft. Find us on Facebook. Hit up the show, 267-521-0153. We are out tonight. Enjoy the nightlife and the basketball. Let's go. See you, E-Fane. I'm out, though.